everyone welcome back to my podcast talk story um i'm gonna get right into it there's a lot to talk about uh today or tonight i'm actually recording it tonight um it's about 10 21 uh here in my time i'm not sure what time it is where you are you listening to this but uh we got usually i only do about like two to three topics but I had to add one in there. Today we're going to be doing four uh, topics, and it's going to be quick because uh, I want to get to two of them. There's a very uh, important, um, but I think it's important, and it's a game changer in the movie industry. And so if you haven't heard, you will today. So I hope everybody's doing well. Please get back and enjoy uh, this podcast. Um, so just a little update what's going on this week. This week is actually my daughter's, well, actually... Our my daughter's birthday is on Monday, December fourteenth. In fact, her and I share the same birthday. Now, <laughs> if you are a parent, you probably understand that there's no such thing as sharing birthdays with your kids. It's basically their birthday. I just get left behind, and so but it's okay. <laughs> I'm getting older, and man, I'm I'm getting old. Anyways, uh, so this week's gonna be her little birthday party. Unfortunately, uh because of the COVID and what's going on with COVID, we are not going to have a big party like usual, like what we usually do, but we're just going to have a, maybe a couple friends or family coming over, and hopefully we can still have fun with uh, with her, and so hopefully she likes it. I know it's disappointing, but it is what it is. Our governor is a little crazy nut back right now. Yeah, that's, that's right. The governor needs to go. Anyways, uh, today I got about uh, four topics we're going to talk about. Uh, one, the first topic that I want to just jump right in and go fast. I don't need to say anything. I post this uh, comment on uh, Facebook. It's a question asking, uh, who is the best player in the in, in the NBA uh, today? Uh, people have said is um, Giannis. People have said, um, uh, of course, LeBron. Uh, people have said Kawhi. And... Somebody actually posted, I think posted Luca as number one. Now I, I think Luca is great, but he doesn't play defense. He's actually not a really good three point shooter if you would think about it. And so, but although he's ranked according to the ESPN ranking, he's ranked fifth, which I think is way too high for him. But I think he still has a lot to prove. I know people are gonna say, well, he. You know he did pretty well in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's the bubble. I, I most of you already. This is side note. I the Lakers and you can come at me. This championship all will have an asterisk in it. Is it's the easiest championship for anybody to win. It doesn't matter who what team it is. For unfortunately, the Lakers won, and so it's lame. I don't this 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 championship is too easy for anybody to win, and it was easy for them. Look at they beat everybody. No one pushed him to game six. Or maybe they did. Somebody, I think Miami pushed him to game six. But no one pushed to game seven. No, it was just no competition. It was so easy. And anyways, that's just my that's just my opinion. This would have an asteroid in it. And yes, any other season that was shorn is an, has an asteroid in it, in my opinion. Yes, you're going to bring up Spurs? Yes, they had an asteroid. It was a very short season. So it was the 2012 Miami Heat LeBron. Uh, team that it won. It was an asterisk. But anyways, let's get back to uh, the topic. Best player in the NBA, in the NBA so far. Now, 
I'm going to give you a reason why I don't think it's LeBron James. I still think, even though he hasn't played in the, in 18 months, although they were ready to go, he was ready to go to play in the bubble, but they decided to shut him down, uh, and so that's um, Kevin Durant. I I, think, I still think Kevin Durant is the best uh, best player in the NBA today. Um, yeah, you're going to give me LeBron. He's still doing this at you know at some age and stuff, guys. Hear me right now, and I'll I'll say this maybe twice, maybe twice. We'll see. A few more. You cannot be the best player in the NBA if you're not even the best player on your team. Now, how does that work? Well, what is what category does LeBron lead on the Lakers? There's only one, and that is assists. He's a he's one of the best passer of all time but Anthony Davis is the one that leads in everything else yeah you're going to give well if it wasn't for LeBron James he wouldn't have done this guys he was putting up these numbers in New Orleans we just haven't seen it in a big stage because he's never gotten to the big stage yes you're going to say well because because of LeBron he got there guys I'm going to tell you this one right now Anthony Davis could have played with any other superstar or any elite players and would have been would have won a championship. I'm, I post this argument because LeBron needed AD more than AD needed LeBron. If AD decided to go play with Kevin Durant or play with the Golden State Warriors, they would have won the championship. So it wasn't because, oh, LeBron made AD, but no. it's it, every That team was AD's team. He's the reason why they won the championship. Why? Because LeBron never had him before and didn't even make the playoffs. So... That's my. That's facts. That's not something I made up. And so, but you cannot be the best player in the NBA if you're not even the best player on your team. So that's my opinion. Anyways, but I, to my my opinion, Kevin Durant is still the best player in the NBA today. And so, all right, move along to the next topic, and that is, um, well, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of my argument, or what? What? Who's the best player? In the NBA, in your opinion, please let me know. Comment on below. And so, but my next ep, uh, topic is the Mandalorian episode six, chapter fourteen. This is when we've. It is a very cool, um, cool episode. It's directed by a guy named I don't know his first name, but his last name is Rodriguez. He's the one that did um, like Prometheus. Oh, not Prometheus. Um, what's that? Uh, it's gonna come to me. It's gonna come to me. I'll let you know. But he's. He's done some other blockbuster uh, movies before, and so, but he directed this episode, and it is a pretty amazing episode for what it is. Um, spoiler, just so you know, if you're gonna go into it, we're gonna go into it. So it's gonna, if you haven't seen it, please pause, and go back, and come back. And so, uh, you've been warned. Um, this is the episode where we see one of the beloved character coming to light now. Boba Fett is alive. We know this back in episode one. He was, uh, he was uh, hidden with the sand, sand people. I don't know what their name is. But we know for sure that he is a very beloved character that barely had any lines <laughs> in the original uh, trilogy. And the way he died was kind of, a, kind of like a goofball, like a, like a Three Stooges type of uh, you know accident, like got hit by Han Solo and flies flies into this monster, and then we never hear from him. Well, 
big thanks to John Farrow and uh, and his team. They kind of flushed that story back up and told a uh, a different side of what who Boba Fett is and Boba Fett is, and he is a ruthless assassin. And it shows in this episode. He is good at what he does, and that is killing people. And he mowed down all those stormtroopers. It was amazing to see, and so. We get a glimpse of what he is. Now, here's the funny thing is not a lot of the mainstream people or mainstream movies tells you, but Boba Fett's been in the comics and he's been awesome in the comics and it shows who he what he does and, you know, as an assassin and all. So his story has already been told, but it never been brought alive into live action. And so I thought this episode did a very inter- a very good job at uh portraying who portraying who uh, Boba Fett what and he was a he was a bad a man and so uh, we get baby Yoda getting kidnapped away we find out he's talking to somebody he's gone to that little rock and all of a sudden the force comes out In the beginning you see the butterfly if you guys know anything about that that butterfly plays a very significant uh, role uh, there was a comics in uh, I don't know which comics it is but it has Darth Vader who was meditating and he sees those same butterfly and what those butterfly represent uh, for him was the light. He still somewhat holds on, has somewhat the hope, I guess you can say. When Luke, when Luke says he feels there's still there's conflicts within Darth Vader and that there's still good in him, that's what the butterfly represent. And so you see, Baby Yoda goes into right into meditating, you know, being in with the Force, and he's he's talking to somebody. He is he's communicating with somebody. And if you see, there's a frame shot that somebody took, and it's all all you know, it's online. You see two people in that in the area where uh, where Baby Yoda was meditating. Now, who that who the other figure is, we don't know. I I'm guessing Luke. People has guessed there's other the Jedi that's there, um, and so we'll have to see. But this interest this in, this episode is very interesting. I don't know where they're gonna go from here, but I liked it a lot. I don't like it as much. Excuse me. As much as the last episode when they introduced uh, uh, Ahsoka Tana. And so, but Anna was pretty solid. It was exciting. A lot of action. And so it brought back a character from the first season. And we figured it was somebody who saved her. And now I know. And so, but I, 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 this, this episode is solid. I recommend it. Uh, tomorrow is the new episode that comes out. So I'm very curious of what direction it's going to go to. But. All right, that's my second topic. Let's move on to uh, uh, the next one. Um, just so you know, this episode is brought to you by uh, Wonderful Witty Cakes. Uh, it is a company or a brand that uh, makes wonderful cakes, design cakes. If you guys ever get a chance, go look it up on IG. Uh, that's Wonderful Witty Cakes. Go check it out, guys. Um, let's move on to the next topic. The next topic is something very, very interesting and very important in the movie industry. As you know, as of right now, there's a lot of, I say, a lot of data that's you know being put out, and that it's not safe to do this and do this. Well, because of that reason, uh, the movie industry or the movie theaters industry is dying. AMC has, I'm pretty sure, has probably already filed for bankruptcy, and they're trying to keep afloat. And this doesn't help when streaming services are uh, putting out putting movies into the streaming service and so and you know there's only been certain movie that's been out on the theaters i've seen 
Tenet, and that's about it. I mean, I saw Empire Strikes Back, but that's not a new movie, and so but it was still in the theater, so I thought it was pretty cool. But HBO Max came up, well, not HBO Max. Warner Brothers uh, decided to make it to put every movie in for 2021 into the HBO Max streaming service. I'm talking about big movies, guys. I'm talking about Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm talking about Dune. Now, Dune right now, legendary, is the is the is the company that put the put put more money into that movie. So they're trying to fight Warner Brothers. They're trying to sue them and try to hold try to not put uh, Dune on HBO Max. And so I hope they win because I don't think that movie. I think that movie deserved to be watching the theater because it looks spectacular. But and you know, like other movie like um, Wonder Woman, uh, which is coming out in, uh, uh, I think it's December twenty fifth. But you have like everything, Matrix Four, all the big movies. I can't name them all right now. What else? I know I heard anything. It's like Suicide Squad. Uh, it's gonna be in the new one with James Gunn directing. It's gonna be in HBO Max. Like Warner Brothers putting everything into this streaming service. Here's the here's the. Interesting part that people people don't realize. First thing is, this is only a one year plan as of right now, according to the to the Hollywood Report reporter and the article. It is a one year plan. Second, we don't have to pay extra. This is huge. You pay for whatever the price. I think is fourteen ninety nine if you uh, if you look it up, and you and you still get all those movies for fourteen ninety nine. That is. A, that is a great marketing uh, for uh, HBO Max. It is great because you know Dis, uh, Disney Plus tried to do, or Disney yeah, Disney Plus tried to do with Mulan, which was horrible, and the movie wasn't that great. I enjoyed it, but it, for what it was, but it wasn't that great. And I wasn't gonna pay thirty dollars for that. The funny thing is, <laughs> my sister in law uh, got it for thirty dollars, and we just used her logged in <laughs> and watch it, and so. I'm so glad because man, I that was been a waste of thirty dollars. But and so now here's the and on top of that, you can't get free child trials, guys. So if you want to sign up for HBO Max, you're gonna have to pay for and that's smart. I think there's people who tried, you know, try to do the free trial like I do before and so but now you have to pay for it to to watch these things. And so I thought that was pretty smart. The third thing is that oh no, that what was the third thing I was trying to say? Uh, anyways, so they came up with this, uh, you know, this plan to put all these, they, they, they're going to do it. But what Warner Brothers didn't do was they didn't tell the creators. Now, I get it. In the business, you sign a contract and that movie rights belong to Warner Brothers. But it's such bad business or bad publicity or reputation if you just do it without telling the creative mind in those movies like people are mad the uh the, the director of dune uh denny's nephew i can't say his name but he's great he's i love all his movies he's pissed off james gunn is pissed off uh they're pissing off a lot of people christopher nolan was the one that came out and actually voiced his opinion about it and he said it stink <laughs> but and so warner brothers apparently probably calculated this you know in their hand and like look Let's just do this. We're probably gonna piss some people off, but we can we can manage. We can afford to lose these 
um, these, uh, what's it called, directors. Now, maybe in the short run, yeah. In the long run, I mean, people are not going to want to work with you. The, the type of professional, like you're not being professional about this thing. It's a courtesy call. You're not asking for permission. You're just asking, you're just telling them, yo, this is our plan and we're going forward with it. At least, a, uh, you know, a heads up. According to the report, they didn't know anything about it. Nobody knew that Warner Brothers was going to do this. They just went ahead and did it. So it's pretty arrogant by the Warner Brothers uh, part. And so, but hey, from a business perspective, I can understand why they're doing this. It's, th- there's no guarantee that the movie theater is going to open up and let alone wait for the vaccine that supposedly was supposed to come. And um, But they had to make a move. They And you know, because what they did... Uh, their stock went up, even though they're probably not getting their reputation. It's probably kind of sunk a little bit, but it is what it is. They got to do. They got to make the business, and and because of that, they gained a lot of subscribers, and they're gonna gain one for me because I'm gonna take advantage. This right here, even though it sucks for like all the, for the you know creative mind and and behind the movies and stuff, but as a fan. I get to stay home and watch Wonder Woman. I get to stay home and watch all these different movies that are going to come out. You know, King Kong versus Godzilla. Like, all these type of big blockbusters at home and pay 14 bucks a month. Yeah, I'm going to take advantage of that as a fan. So, it benefits us. But I'm kind of sad because I like the movie theater experience. I love going to see the movie. I know that it's not the ideal uh, time or situation at this at this moment, but that's you know that's all an opinion basis. I'm not trying to talk politics here, but you know people are blowing this this number you know going up and but they never talk about the recoverment numbers. But anyways, but that is a that is a game changer. What HBO Max is doing because on my next topic we're going to talk about and what Disney is going to do, which is pretty what what they what they've been planning f- for this for a long time i feel like H- hbo max or warner brothers jumped the gun and think that oh let's get ahead of everybody and it's not gonna you know it's not gonna not gonna matter we're gonna be the f- people gonna talk about us well, not anymore guys disney plus and disney has has leaps and bounds ahead of you guys they've been planning for this for the longest time and so, but let me know what you think about what HBO Max, uh, it, well, not what, what they did, what Warner Brothers did. Was it okay? Were you okay with it? Do you think they could be, you know, be a better boss and, uh, you know, let people know that you, you know, that what you're gonna do, like a heads up, you know, keep that good relationship with you. You don't want to build, you know, burn bridges with all these directors because people do go to movies for a Christopher Nolan movie, like. They they know they his name's attached in the movie. Whether whether you think his movie is good or not, that's not the point. The point is he went and saw it because it was Christopher Nolan. So he has some leverage in this and so I hope Legendary win this lawsuit because I don't want them to go to HBO Max. I want them to go to uh, theaters and so let me know uh, what you think. Now, jumping to my last um my last um subject and that is was today was Disney Disney investor meeting, and this is the meeting where Disney put on a presentation for all the investors, all the stockholders, and tell them what's going on with their company, what's going on with uh, Disney Plus, with the movie industry, and all this and stuff. 
I got a chance to watch this whole thing, and it was pretty exciting. It was almost like a, now these kind of meetings is kind of funny. Like we're looking forward to what they're gonna give us. It's like oh, what's the new thing? Just like Apple, you know, just like anything else. Like in E3 when they talk about games, I'm gonna get excited for it. But so so I got a chance to watch it, and I thought it was a good meeting. I thought um, everybody um, did great. Presenting what they were supposed to present. Uh, let's focus on what they talked about here. Disney focused this whole meeting on distri- distributing their product on Disney Plus. Now Disney owns Hulu, um, Disney Plus. Uh, what else do they own? Fox now. Now they came up with this thing on for Disney for the streaming service called Star. Now this is more for the international uh, customers. We, I don't know how we're gonna get. I think we have Hulu, so that's why they're not gonna do Hulu for international thing. They're gonna do this thing called Star and Hulu and Star. It's gonna have all the adult content. So like like movies that are rated R and, and all this like for, not kid friendly. It's gonna be under this umbrella, and so which is cool because now we get all the Fox. Now guys, now we know if they bought Fox. Not for the X-Men, not for it. They bought Fox for the content of everything that Fox has so that they can build this empire that they're they're doing right now for Disney Plus. And so it looks really good. Of course, the price is going to go up like they always do. But you get a pretty good amount of things worth your bucks. And so it's pretty interesting what they're going to do. And so I'm not going to highlight more on that. I'm going to talk about some of the things that they they had in there. Boy. Star Wars, Star Wars came out and said they're gonna be ten, uh, ten more shows, and they list all of them. I'm not gonna name them. I'm just gonna highlight, you know, a couple of them. Ahsoka is getting her own uh, um, show, which is probably the worst kept secret in the world because uh, that you know that was coming. Uh, Lando, Lando is getting his own. Um, show which i don't know how to feel about it yet you know i thought i didn't i like solo i, I thought it was fine uh, what can you do with lando like you're gonna have to do you are you gonna bring back what's his name um from atlanta uh, his his name is not, not there yet but you know who i'm talking about um you're gonna bring him back to play like what's going on so and you get your usual you get your uh you know, uh, Obi Wan series is coming out, which is cool. Six episode, uh, which is perfect. It's gonna be that long. You have some other animation that comes out. There's a, just go online and look it up. I'm not gonna name them all, but then you go to that's just for the streaming, the television series or the streaming service. Now you're still keeping their theatrical release with movies. You know you'll have, and one of the surprising thing that I thought was pretty cool was. Besides, uh, they're making another star movie directed by Tiki. I can't say his name. He's the director of Thor Ragnarok. Taiga Watiki. There, there you go. It's close enough. Uh, he's making a star movie. And on top of that, they brought in Patty Jenkins to do a Star Wars movies in 2023. I don't remember what the, it was like, what the title of the movie is. You have to look it up. But I'm very interested in this because I think she's a great director, and so we're gonna see what she can do in the Star Wars. And so, now the one that probably owned the night was probably the Marvel presentation. It showed a lot of things. 
WandaVision, they show a new trailer. I'm very interested in this. And it's connected to, uh, what's it called, to Captain Marvel uh, 2. Because the daughter of the best friend is is in WandaVision. So, which is interesting how it's connecting. And so, you get, you know, they t- went through all their movies, their shows. Loki, there's trailers for Loki, for the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. These trailers look amazing. Go check it out. They look they look like it's a movie, but it's but it's in a you know a, a kind of like a mini series. It's pretty awesome. The, they put a lot of money into this thing, and so and so you. I, the only thing that was not, I don't know. I second worst kept secret ever is that Kevin Feige announced um, Fantastic Four. They're developing Fantastic Four, which was like a duh. Like the, the, that's why you bring in. That's why you bought one of the reasons why you brought Fox was to bring these guys in. And so the thing that I thought was pretty, uh, pretty cool was they named um, the guy that did Spider-Man Homecoming. The director is going to direct Fantastic Four. And so and man, Spider-Man, they didn't announce that much for Spider-Man. I think they kept that for Sony. But Spider-Man is getting a lot of attention with all these casting and so but. Anyways, I think it's pretty. Uh, their show was pretty good. I thought it was pretty uh, presentable. They're they're not doing anything like um, like what uh, Warner Brothers is. I'm pretty sure this would been planned. We all thought that um, um, Black Widow was gonna go to go to the Disney Plus. It didn't. They're gonna keep it in the theater. I think that would change. I think they eventually will put it in a streaming service, depending on how the world is by then. But we'll see. So yeah, I enjoyed the the announcement. There was so, there was other things. There was a lot of things that I didn't talk about. You guys can go check it out and so. But um, that's all for today, guys. I want to thank you. Please leave a comment. Let me know what you think. And till next time, I will see you then. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and a fun, wonderful weekend. Bye.